Hello friends and welcome to uh, this devotion in Psalms, another song for saints. And, and I just hope as we're moving through these Psalms, uh, as we're, we're going through them together, perhaps you've got your Bible there or your, your phone or your tablet, iPad, something like that. And, and you're just following along as we read uh, this, this, these passages, these Psalms, uh, or perhaps you're spending time afterwards reading it through again and just meditating, letting God speak to you. Because it isn't just about what I have to share, but it's what God's saying to you and my prayer obviously is that what I share with you is something that God will just help you in your life to take on board and move on with as he blesses you and as he leads you. So today Psalm 15 I've called this the blameless way of life and you know no one likes to be blamed for things especially uh, when you've not done it what you're getting blamed for I didn't do that uh, and and, it's, and and that's actually true. We we don't like blame. We don't like feeling blamed for things. And yet sometimes we're ready to blame others for whatever it is that we feel might have gone wrong somewhere. Well, in the Bible we read in various places about living a blameless life. And the, the writer of Jude, he talks about being presented blameless. The Apostle Paul does too, being presented to God blameless on the day of Jesus Christ. So we need to find a way forward on this blameless thing because sometimes we don't feel blameless. Sometimes we, we want to blame ourselves for things that are going on in our lives. So let's listen together to Psalm 15, the blameless way of life. And I'm reading from the New International Version. Psalm 15 Lord, who may dwell in your sacred tent? Who may live on your holy mountain? The one whose walk is blameless, who does what is righteous, who speaks the truth from their heart, whose tongue utters no slander, who does no wrong to a neighbour and casts no slur on others, who despises a vile person but honours those who fear the Lord, who keeps an oath even when it hurts and does not change their mind, who lends money to the poor without interest, who does not accept a bribe against the innocent, whoever does these things will never be shaken. If, if I were to sum up this psalm in, in just one word, that word would be integrity. Integrity. He's talking about here the psalmist living with integrity. We find a similar uh, thought as well in, in a later psalm, Psalm 24 in fact. Living with integrity is not about getting everything right, everything in our lives being you know, absolutely spot on. Living with integrity doesn't mean that. And, 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 and most of us anyway know that we can't, uh, and certainly we don't, get everything right in our lives. But the psalmist here in this, this poem, this psalm, isn't giving us a list of actions that will lead to blamelessness. Rather, he's, he's talking about um, the characteristics of someone who is seeking to be blameless. And I think the key element of this is that the psalmist is talking, and this is a very biblical perspective on, on being blameless, is is. We're looking at getting our lives rightly aligned with God. Our actions, our words, our thoughts, our attitudes, even, even our opinions 
are in, in all of those things we are aiming to honour God and at the same time we're aiming to honour others because if we honour God then we're called to honour others uh, the Apostle John writes in his first letter that you know if you if you don't love people then you don't love God if you don't love your brother you don't love God and and so there is this alignment that is necessary for us to discover in God uh, that is what integrity is at the heart of and, and integrity is what the blameless life is really all about God wants us to live like he does that would be the blameless way of life, wouldn't it? He wants us to live like him. He wants us to demonstrate a generous and open spirit to one another, to others, all the time. We know that God is good. We know that God loves. Uh, we know that God loves the whole world. John tells us that in his gospel in chapter 3, verse 16. God loves the world. And with his open, generous-hearted, loving heart, God says, this is what I'm like. This is what I want you to be like as well. Yet when we read in the Old Testament, the blameless life, the life of integrity, is very much one that is demonstrated to us in uh, behaviours, how people behave, how they act, and so on. The things that they do, and the things, of course, that they say, uh, that line up with the things that they do. When we come to the New Testament, this right alignment, we come across this word righteousness. It's in the Old Testament too, of course, but the word righteousness is actually about our alignment with God, or more specifically, our alignment with the Lord Jesus. See, a number of times we come across this expression used for Jesus, the righteous one. Peter, in one of his early um, sermons, uh, in chapter 3 of Acts, uh, refers to Jesus as the righteous one. You killed the righteous one. He says, Stephen, when he is being, uh, just before he's stoned, when he's, he's speaking, he's giving this long message uh, to Jews and to Jewish leaders, and he talks again about Jesus, the righteous one, whom they had crucified in, in, in Acts uh, chapter 7. The apostle Paul in Acts 22 refers as well uh, in the same context, uh, the righteous one, Jesus, the righteous one. Jesus is the righteous one. He, that is, is his name. But he's the righteous one who makes others righteous. They crucified the righteous one. The righteous one who came to make us righteous, to make us right with God. We find these wonderful words. Lord who may dwell in your sacred tent. You know the sacred tent, that's the tent that David had put up uh, in, in, in Jerusalem, of course. And prior to that, it was the tabernacle uh, that was up near Shiloh and that accompanied the Israelites through the desert, through the wilderness. And that was that holy place where as you came, you needed to come blameless because sacrifices would be, uh, would be made to, to cleanse people from their sin because God wanted them righteous. God wanted them blameless. That was the picture. So then we come to the New Testament and find Jesus crucified, sacrificed like those lambs, sacrificed for my sin and yours. Our sin, the sin of the whole world, John the Baptist says. The righteous one that we might be given his 
righteousness through his life, his death, his resurrection, his ascension. We see his righteousness enacted. So today, where are we up to? Have we received his forgiveness that makes us right with God? Have we received his life, the life of God, so we can live the life of the Lord Jesus in our day-to-day lives here in this world and live the blameless life knowing that we're aligned with him, that we're in line with Jesus? Live your life as much as you possibly can by the grace of Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit, in line with him and with his life, with what he says here in his word, with what he speaks to you through his Holy Spirit. Live in alignment with him, in alignment with his saving grace. You are made righteous, and you will live as Christians righteous with integrity, aligned with Jesus So let's be aligned with Jesus and realign yourself daily in Jesus' name. God bless you.